RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom! Cowards, criminals, and fraudsters. These are the people who make up the institutions that should be serving the American people. The only problem is they don't serve anything except their own selfish ends. And at least one county in Arizona is doing what's right by the people they represent. Cochise County bringing it to Katie Hobbs and the establishment. Gotta love it. I'm telling you, these people have balls. Bravery. This is what we need. We need brave men and women who will stand up for what's right. And as long as one man stands, the fight continues. Big ups to the men and women of Cochise County. They are the only thing standing between annihilation. (laughs) Where did you get that? Oh my God. Wait up, you guys. Wait up. All right. Do me a favor. Sit back. Relax. Grab your popcorn. And Thomas and I will be right back after a very special message from the sponsor of this program, which just so happens to be welcome back to the program. It's so good to see you. And, you know, I, up, hes- I hesitate to uh, um, to begin here, but I just you, like, is everything OK, Thomas? Is there anything you want to tell the audience? Oh, I mean, yeah, if you guys don't know, yeah, my mom's had like uh, a handful of mini strokes. Uh, so I was out of town on Sunday. That's why I wasn't a part of Badlands Media that day with uh, Absolute 1776. Uh, still slurred speech, still not be able to walk on Monk's her own power. Uh, it stinks, man. And this happened literally uh, a few days after Thanksgiving. So um, it just stinks, man. It's it's not a good. It's not hitting well with anybody. Sucks. Well, I'm really sorry that's what you're going through, dude. And uh, I know that things have already been difficult. Um, And this obviously just adds on. It piles on, you know. And this is is not the kind of thing you want to be right about, you know. I mean, you don't want to have spent the last several years warning the people that you love and care about, telling them that they should not get these jabs. They should not get these shots. And then they go ahead and do it. And then what happens? Exactly what you warned them about. You know, it breaks my heart when you see it. It, it, it just it, there, there's nothing you can do about it. And I think the only thing that that really should be on your mind is just that the people you love are going to do whatever they want, regardless of what you say. And I know a lot of people over the years have told me how frustrated they are that their family won't listen to them, that people they love, their husbands, their wives, their kids, they've cast them aside because they don't trust them. They don't believe the things they're saying. All right. 
And I think that this is an excellent lesson in understanding the limits of the human condition and what people are and are not willing to accept. And sometimes it takes people being forced to go through the things they've been warned about before they recognize that you were right. And uh, this is no reason to gloat. This is no reason to celebrate. This is just for you personally to be able to relinquish those icky feelings that you get when you feel like you can't get through to some people. Because the truth is, at some point you will, okay? And it might not be you. It might be somebody else. It might be through the their, their own interpretation and their own experience. But everyone will understand at some point. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't have to go the way that a lot of us have suggested that it will. But, um, you know, I think it's inevitable. We are going to have uh, a lot of tragedy in this country over the next couple of years in particular. And if I can just use that as an opportunity to pivot to this next story, uh, because it has to deal with this very subject, you know, obviously cardiovascular issues are a major concern. Uh, blood clots are a major concern. A lot of people have been telling me about the the new documentary, uh, Died Suddenly, okay? And uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure that it has a ton of good information, probably a lot of stuff that we're already familiar with. But I think it's probably, a, you know, a, a good learning experience for people who don't know about this stuff, who aren't familiar with it. Now, there is a very famous oncologist, a cancer doctor in uh, the U.K., And he has recently come out. He sent an urgent letter to the British government calling for an end to the COVID vaccine immunization program because apparently cancers and a number of other diseases are rapidly progressing amongst boosted people. Now, Thomas, it's only been a very short period of time, you know? I mean, like early 2020. We started seeing this kind of fanaticism, you know, I mean, the, the scamdemic, they brought it up. They tried to guilt us into getting it. I heard a figure the other day, something like 80 percent of the United States is like vaxxed and or boosted. And that is one of the scariest numbers that I could possibly imagine. You know, I, I can't do the math in my head, guys, but if somebody out there could, what, what's what's 80 percent of 320 million people? And how many of those people are going to be affected in a negative way as a result of it? You know, uh, not everybody has an immediate reaction to it. You know, in many cases, it it is that thing that happens down the line, you know, where there is enough plausible deniability. Maybe it would have happened anyways, but I certainly don't think there's any reason to risk it. Well, dude, like think about this, like everyone, everyone who's been vaxxed and everyone who's been boosted, especially boosted. That that's a, that's a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. right then and there. So you're talking about 80 percent of uh, of Americans had this. How about you factor in our military? Oh, yeah. Right there. I mean, that that in itself is absolutely terrifying. So what's to come is what's to come. And I've been telling people this, you know, since this happened to my mom. Do I think that that's what happened to my mom? I think that there's a fair shot that that is what happened. Yeah. Um. But, you know. All I can say is. Stick close to your faith because there's going to be so many more bad things that are going to be taking place that we're that are going to be, you know, unfathomable at this point. When when it starts coming down that line and people start dropping dead, um, you know, what do you have left? What what's what's backing you at that point? I mean, that's your family. That's your that's the people that gave birth to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you have got to 
have something that continues to push you. And I'm saying, I've said it many a time. If you don't have faith, um, it's going to be a rough, rough get go at it, man. That's, yeah. that's the only thing that pushes me. And I believe a lot of people out there, Amen. I believe a lot of people out there, bro, didn't even have faith coming into this. It's true. And once they got in, when they got into all this, then they found their faith and look how much stronger you've become. I think Absolutely. that goes for a lot of people in this movement. Yeah, you know, and this is something that I always fall back on when people say that, you know, America won't survive. America can't survive. Well, you know, you look in the mirror. You are America. Are you saying that you can't survive? Are you saying that you can't go on? Are you saying that your faith isn't strong enough to sustain you through whatever God is going to put you through? Look at what we have endured over the course of the last several years. You know, look at what we've been forced to deal with and look where we are today. We've come out on the other side stronger in a number of different ways. Yes, America at its heart is being attacked. It is being dismantled. But that doesn't mean the fight is over. I saw uh, Bubba, or, or Gump in the, uh, in the chat very early on. He said, uh, so voting doesn't work. Now what? Well, we don't know that voting doesn't work. Is the election system in America catastrophically broken? Absolutely. Okay, but does that mean it's over? I would say no. I would say we are simply in the midst of an ongoing battle. Now, yesterday, Maricopa County did certify the fraudulent results for the 2022 midterms. Now, I'm not particularly surprised because we know from past behavior that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, this is the body that would certify that election is full of criminal, uh, fraudulent, and uh, essentially you know, very bad people, uh, to put it uh, very, very plainly. Um, so I'm not surprised that they didn't certify – that they certified the election. Of course, they wanted Katie Hobbs to win. They wanted Carrie Lake to lose. These are the same people, Thomas, that created a super PAC designed to defeat America First candidates, not only in Maricopa County but all across America – you know, they put a lot of money and time and resources into ensuring that people like us would not be able to hold elected office. Now, once this happens, then, yeah, you know, Katie Hobbs will be. She will be sworn in. OK, but that's not till next month. Well, where it's November. It's not going to be till January. OK, and in between now and January, a lot can happen. Now, Carrie Lake herself has said that she's not giving up. There are still ways that this can be addressed in court. And I, I Thomas, before I move on to the, the, the next portion about other counties, I just, I want to get any thoughts that you might have on that. Well, I mean, we knew they were going to do this. I mean, you know, I, and I believe that, oh, you could say, you know, voting doesn't work. You don't think that there are blockades behind that. Again, we've said this so many times that they're going to allow the blatant cheating so that we all can see, you don't, have you seen the people going in front of, uh, I, I don't I don't really know what it was. I guess a council of, of people and the outrage that's in their voices and in their beings. They're yep. so mad. They know they know what's going on. I believe there's a blockade behind this. It, but in the meantime, it's exposure, exposure, exposure. By the way, all these investigations coming down the line, you don't think that's going to be a part of it. You don't think these lawsuits are going to be have any uh, do damage to this. I believe mm -hmm. that there will because it is so blatant. You just got to get the right judge in there. But uh, either way, um, you know, there's a plan here. That's mm -hmm. what I believe. And I'm not talking about Q right now. I'm just talking about that. There's 100 percent of blockade that was 
uh, 100% aware that this was going to happen. I, I think everyone knows that this was going to happen. Yes, and just because we don't see the moves out in broad daylight doesn't mean that there is not actions that are being taken to attempt sure. to secure the election and make sure that Kerry Lake is uh, brought into the office of the governor. Casey Collins, uh, uh, echoing uh, something we have said a number of times, Thomas, the worst things that have ever happened to me have ended up being the best things that have ever happened to me. Because what you're going through, it's not simply a tragedy. It's not simply uh, the worst moment of your life. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow. A lesson. Yes, it's a lesson. And God is putting you through that for a reason, to make you stronger, to make you a better person, to give you more perspective on what is really, truly valuable in life. And I love that you said that, Casey. Thank you so much for pulling that up. Uh, that's absolutely true. All right. So on that note about uh, the uh, citizens of Maricopa County uh, and others speaking at the uh, certification vote yesterday, I want to show you guys oh, this good. video real quick. Uh, and let's go ahead. Did Carrie Lake put this out yesterday? And of course it does. We got it pulled up directly on Twitter. I typically don't speak at these. I represent uh, folks. I have an organization called Frontline America, and I also represent a media outlet, Real America's Voice News. We were denied entry along with my colleague, Jordan Conradson, to the election office, uh, and I figured this was an appropriate time to redress my grievance. I spend most of my time on the southern border exposing the invasion that's going on down there, especially here in Arizona and what's coming into our country. The biggest concern I have is if this election is certified, the only parties that will benefit from this are the cartels. Uh, they've taken over Mexico and sadly they've taken over many politicians in America. What we saw on election day was outrageous. And to say that it was anything but that is uh, either you think we're stupid or you're just that arrogant. Uh, what we've seen from you in the election office and your response, very simple questions needed to be asked. 2020 was a disaster. How was 2022 worse? You cannot say that you can certify an election when half of the voting machines were down. Was it 1,000 people that were disenfranchised? Was it 10,000 of the people that were there in line or the people that didn't show up because they saw in the news the election machines didn't work? The fact that you've already made up your minds, you've already made the decision, this is, this is all semantics. All of us coming up here and speaking is semantics. You've already made your vote. You've already made this decision. You said the world is watching, and you're right. They're watching, and they're watching this disaster play out in front of them. You responded to the AG with the most, most pathetic, inept response I've ever seen. You have not redressed the grievances of these people. That is the question. And the answer that I hear from everyone across this room is, you cannot certify. So the question is, what is the remedy? The fact that you were on a pack that was going against Carrie Lake, as well as Richer, going against Carrie Lake, how can you say that there's no conflict of interest? You have a secretary of state running against a gubernatorial candidate. How can you say there's no conflict of interest? And then your machines go down on election day. It is absolutely outrageous. If you certify today, the only thing you'll be certifying is your corruption. Mm hmm. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Such salient points from Ben there. You know, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has proven once again everything that we said was wrong with 2020. They replicated it again in 2022 with a couple of new twists. And now they have proven that it doesn't matter to them what the will of the people is. It doesn't matter to them, how many voters were disenfranchised? They had their minds made up 
going into this election. Katie Hobbs was going to win. Okay, Adrian Fontes was going to win. Uh, Whoever was running against Blake Masters, he was going to win. None of our America First candidates were going to be allowed to make it into office. And the entire world sees that now. And certainly the people of Maricopa County understand that that's exactly what happened as well. And they're pissed. Believe me. Oh, I mean, it just goes right to my point before you play the video. I mean, it's it's all right there. And it's so blatant that, of course, there's going to be lawsuits. Of course, more people are going to be seeing this. And and, and that's what's so crazy about all of this. We're seeing this not only in Maricopa County. We're seeing this in China. We're seeing this in Canada. We're seeing this all over the world. This is unprecedented at this time where the outrage and the awakening of what we've been enslaved into – is so blatant and -hmm. now we're out there and we're showing us and we're showing them hey we see what you're doing do they keep their arrogance absolutely but there's going to be a come there's going to come a time when they are are going to be i don't i don't even know because i don't want to there's no violence in this at all but there's going to be a time where they're going to have to you know they're going to have to face what's coming it's coming their way man because so many people are going to be outraged uh, again, American Revolution 2.0. You think that we're not on the brink of that right now? Absolutely. What are you, insane? It's happening right now. It's just baby-stepped. Yeah. But it's going in that direction, man. Yeah, America, It's everywhere. They, they, are, they are flirting with disaster, and they are yeah. simply – they're just trying to hold off the inevitable. Okay, there will come a point at which the American people say, we've had enough. We are not going to consent to be governed in this manner anymore. As an example, Chairman Bill Gates yesterday during this hearing, he said the election was run extremely well. Well, we know that's bullshit. Okay, we know that's bullshit uh, because we saw the reports from the day of the election. Uh, We actually had a a poll worker testify yesterday at the meeting as well. uh, And she said that everything was screwed up. There's no way you can possibly certify this election. And even more than that, also turns out Maricopa County lost 291,930 election just day lost votes. Them. Yeah, just, just almost 300,000. That is well over whatever Katie Hobbs's supposed margin of uh, a victory would be over Kerry Lake. So it's so clear. It's so clear that this is a criminal action, that this is – The actions of an illegitimate board, an illegitimate governance body. They should not, they should never have had the ability to be in charge over anything, anything. Now, I want to go into some good news regarding this because I I think it's good news that these people are being threatened, uh, that these people are uh, are having uh, their, their power challenged. That's what is good. They need to be exposed. The people of Maricopa County need to be as vocal as they possibly can be. Um, But it wasn't only Maricopa County yesterday that was certifying. It was the entire state, every county in Arizona. And in order to certify the official vote count for the state of Arizona, every single county must certify. Every single county must say, you know, this was a free and fair election. We agree. The people were not disenfranchised. The vote count is legitimate. But we know that they can't all say that. Maybe in certain counties, Thomas, the vote was legit. The vote was real. Okay, Uh, but in other counties, such as Maricopa County, we know with certainty that it wasn't. So 
What do you think? Is Katie Hobbs' desire here, is it to serve the will of the people? Is it to do right by the Arizona voters? Or is it simply to railroad the process through so that she can secure her own lever of power, so that she can secure her own dynasty, her own future, and so that she can continue to lord over the people of Arizona in yet another state government position, which would then give her more power to make the state even more corrupt? I think the answer is self-evident. Oh, yeah, man. But again, this, these people are so arrogant and entitled. This is all that they 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 love it. They take in that power and that control. Uh, and and just look, just think of the, the moral value that these people have. They don't have any. That's the thing. They don't have any inclination of being a moral, kind human being. And again, what where does this stem from? Greed, power. They're all the same thing that we're going up against man they'll fall they'll fall once investigations start happening it has to happen this way because again just like you were saying just like the gentleman was saying in the video we see what you're doing the world is watching this it's not like we're blind to it it's gonna come down to it man it's 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 gotten too far and uh you know i i don't remember a time of seeing this before so it must it's showing such a um we are on such a path right now. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the end of that path because we did, we've never seen this before and their mistakes are happening so much that I mean it's untangling right now. I don't know how they hold on to power, Zach, after all of this. Well, at the moment, they're holding on through fear and intimidation. Gump right. says they do it because we don't act like Antifa. You know, we don't. We're better than them. And there are paths to fix this that go beyond violence that are not based upon death and destruction. OK, Correct. take a look at this. So Carrie Lake put this out yesterday. Uh, the Yavapapi Board of Supervisors, with one Democrat exception, all expressed a belief that the election had serious errors. And they were planning to not vote for certification, to not certify the election. But they were told by the county attorney, the deputy attorney, and the county administrator that they must certify that election or face class six felony charges. Take Boom. a look at this. This is this is right here from Mojave County. So we know that there it wasn't simply Maricopa County where problems appear to have existed. Uh, we have Cochise County, we have Mojave County, we have uh, Yavapapi County, or however you pronounce it. But here in Mojave, one of the Board of Supervisors went on record about the threat of facing charges. Take a listen. Let me get this pulled up in another window. Um, I vote I under duress. Um, I found out today that I have no choice but to vote I or I'll be arrested and charged with a felony. Um, I don't think that that is what our founders had in mind when they used the democratic process to elect our leaders, our self, former self-government. And I find that very disheartening. With your vote of four eyes and zero nays, you've approved item 1B. Anything else for the good of the order? We're adjourned. Um, I vote. Four eyes and zero nays. That, that's every, virtually every single person on that board of supervisors had issues with the trustworthiness of this election. Yavapai, thank you very much, Observer. Yavapai. So this is, again, going back to the idea that these people are being exposed. 
And now it's gone from the people of Maricopa County, the people of America, saying we have concerns about this election. We're still saying we have concerns, but now public servants are also saying, well, gosh, we've got concerns about this election. And whereas before, Thomas, we were threatened with criminal action, we were threatened to have our lives destroyed, to be debanked, to be deplatformed for daring to speak the truth, now elected officials are also starting to see that. So I ask you now, where is the line in the sand? At which point will we, the people, say we no longer consent to be governed? And now that the actual Board of Supervisors members of these counties are also in the same boat as us, you have an opportunity to reach out to them and speak to them and tell them that you're not alone, that they're not alone, okay, that the people they represent feel the exact same way. We cannot allow this to happen. Well, it's terrifying. That these guys have to go through these things. Like this is this is again, just like you said, you're going to have to reach out to these people and be like, "Listen, you're not alone." They're being b- literally blackmailed. They're like, li- you know, you're going to have felony charges thrown up against you if you don't vote this way. That is insane to me. These people, I mean, when they get into positions of power, how do you think they get in there, man? Like once they're in there, they're there. But I mean, this is that's unprecedented as well. When have you ever heard this before, man? It's I don't know. This isn't America. No, (laughs) by any means. They've perverted it. They have. They did pervert it. Yes, they perverted it. They destroyed it. And they're in the process of continuing to destroy it. But you guys, this fight is not over. And I go back to what I said at the beginning of the show. This is not the end. This is merely a waypoint along the way to reach the end. This is a battle in an ongoing war. And thank God, despite that threat, despite the threat of felony class six felony charges, whatever that means, because I don't know the uh, the law all that well in Arizona. Despite the possibility of felony charges, Cochise County is, as it looks, the one county that is refusing to certify the election. So they have voted to delay the certification, and I don't know what it is they're looking for. Uh, But they called the meeting that they were in uh, yesterday to recess so that they could reconvene today, it looks like, and to actually continue speaking about this. Um, Obviously, nothing that's it's not going to get fixed in a day. You know, there's there's just no way. I mean, it's going to it's going to require a lot more than that. Now, Cochise County is a lot smaller than these other counties. This is a, a, a three person board. So it's two to one in favor of not certifying the election. And Katie Hobbs is not happy about this. Uh, I don't know if they were threatened directly by their county attorney or the deputy attorney, um, but Katie Hobbs is actually filing a lawsuit against them to force them to certify the election results by today's yesterday's deadline. So the question now remains, you know, what happens today? We're going to find out here this afternoon. Uh, But uh, but Thomas, what are your thoughts? No, I mean, yeah, we'll find out. I mean, again, this is going to take time. We'll find out what happens today. Um, but who knows? I mean, we don't know. I don't want to speculate at this point because um, all I can tell you and tell everyone that's listening is, I mean, they they are doing this right to our faces. You don't think somebody has eyes on this? Do you think that Carrie Lake uh, going doing an investigation, this suing this process, it, it, it's out there in the open, you know, whether it's 
Coach, uh, what is it? What is it called? Cochise. Cochise. Cochise, or if it's Maricopa, it doesn't matter. The people of Arizona see this. And and I, I don't, again, I don't know how you can get enough eyes on this unless this goes into the mainstream media, which it will never do that. It will never do that. But, I mean, again, I don't want to speculate on what's to come, but uh, I, I can just tell you that the people of Arizona, whatever county that they may be in, are absolutely outraged, and they're going to be outspoken about it. And uh, I think that's all that we can say about it as of right now. So <clears throat> this looks like they are attempting to address it by Friday. They are delaying the certification of the vote until Friday. Now, as I said before, in the interim, there are many things that can happen. Carrie Lake specifically has said that she is going to continue to fight for this election. Uh, It's not over until it's over. And if they do successfully steal this election, then it's time to have another conversation. Um, But as far as I'm concerned, we have no choice but to fight, guys. You know, there is no other option here. There's no way that we can do this any other way. Listen, we got to take a break for the second half of the show. We'll be right back after this. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. So uh, in in this case, in this case, uh, Carrie Lake is, again, not stopping. She is not going to quit fighting. uh, And she has legal remedies that she can bring, and she plans to do so. Now, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people on many different occasions, um, you know, disparage the idea of a college education. Um, but you can't be a lawyer unless you go to law school. All right. We need people that can fight back in the same way that these usurpers have fought us who have used the system to pervert it against us. And so I don't know how many conservative lawyers out there are even willing to go to bat for something like this. But if they're not out there, then there's no chance of them being able to do so. So just just an idea of things that we can use to ensure for the future we have methods to fight back. Floor 8387 says, my two favorite truth seekers Great show as always. The awakening is happening and glad to be alive to see it. America needs to rise up as Brazil and China are doing. Florio. Thank you so much, Flor. Really, really appreciate it. And that's an excellent segue into the next point that I wanted to make. You know, Thomas, right now there are reports in Brazil that the military is going to back Bolsonaro. Okay. Correct. Now that that's that's huge. That is absolutely massive. And then in China, you have protests erupting all over the nation. The government is on the verge of capitulating in China. Can you imagine that? Did you ever think that we would be in a a situation where the people of Brazil and the people of China would be fighting harder for their freedom than the people of America? Well, that's what I said at the beginning of the podcast. We're seeing so much of this awakening take place, whether if it's in Canada, whether if it's in China, whether it's Hong Kong, whether it's UK with the Yellow Vest movement. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, I, I, I said this yesterday on my show. When you see these people standing up against the CCP, literally with with machine guns pointed at them, literally being locked in their a hotel room or into their apartments, literally burning to death because a fire happens in their apartment and they're locked inside. Meanwhile, you have the American soccer players wearing a, uh, you know, the LGBTQ flags thinking that they're somebodies. They're nobodies at this point. America, 
I wish and and there are a lot of us out there like out there that are fighting as hard as we can absolutely tooth and nail day in and day out. But when the stuff that gets to the mainstream media uh, about, you know, they're they're standing up for their rights wearing the LGBTQ flag, you know, what's standing up is literally uh, praising God in front of an Iraqi crowd, knowing that if they left, their heads would be cut off, their hands would be cut off or they would be executed. That's really being strong. You know, Amer- I, I, there's such an and it's all 100 percent. They've cr- built this into us. They they've damaged us so much in America. They've made us weak. Look at where we are now. Look at look at our military. Look at everything that's happened to us. We look so weak, and we haven't had that uprising yet. And I don't. And I think we have it in us. But I, I think that a lot of us are very complicit too, Zach. Well, here's the thing. I mean, conservatives, just generally speaking, don't protest. You know, yes, you've got sure. you've got certain people who are activists who are going to get out there and make their voices heard. But a lot of people are afraid. A lot of people are afraid after what happened on January 6th. You know, it's like well, they, they scared us well, into submission. That was on purpose. But but I'm saying, but would we uprise? Would we do something if we were being locked? If your family was locked inside of their apartment complex, sealed indoors, when would we uprise then? It's like, what? when do we get to that point? When does this happen? You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. We have not experienced what China. We're like China, like 3.0. You know, Canada is like China 2.0. China, or excuse me, Canada is 2.0. It's 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 baby steps into that direction. But Canada is almost there. Look at what's been happening to them. I mean, it's everywhere. But again, you know, when when do we when do we step up? When do we act that, like true patriots? Well, here's the thing. the thing. This is you know what it took in China was totalitarian rule. What it yes. took in Brazil was a bald-faced theft of an election. We've already had two of those here. Yeah. You know, so how much does America have to feel the pain before they decide that they are no longer going to be governable? Take a look at this. Over Black Friday, 192,749 gun background checks were run. Uh, so that's at least 192,749 Second Amendment supplies <laughs> that, that are out there in the public public's hands. Um, you know, I, I am a strong proponent of the Second Amendment. I think every single American should own a gun. I think every single American should own multiple guns because you have to be prepared to protect yourself under any circumstances. Right now, the government under this current regime – is moving closer and closer to the idea of totalitarian rule. And I don't want us to be put in a position where our Second Amendment supplies are taken before we can say we're not we're gonna have enough here. This is it. it we're not gonna be South. Yeah. Yeah. It it happened. It has happened before and it can happen again. The but problem, I'm saying it won't happen in the South. Oh no, not no, now, we, not we're not giving them up. No. no, no. No way. No way. By the way, how hasn't Black Friday been canceled? How has that not been canceled yet? I said that the other day. Nobody really responded to it. Black Friday. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Canceled? No, no, no. You're yeah. you're right. I mean, it's so ridiculous that simply because of the use of the word, I am surprised I, that it has, you know, what what is the uh what what is the history of this uh of this holiday anyways? Black Friday. Why is it called Black Friday? I mean, I have no oh, idea. Oh man. You know, um but uh but yes, it is just ridiculous enough that somebody out there would have said something 
at this point, and they haven't yet. Um, so in China, in China, where they're rising up all over the country as a result of these protests uh, to the COVID lockdowns, um, you know, it's a good thing. We are seeing movement. We're seeing people that have agreed that they're not going to allow this to happen anymore. And, you know, I mean, it took a lot of death, took a lot of destruction, uh, took a, a lot of people having virtually everything that they own stolen from them uh, and having their movements completely restricted. You know, we are not there yet, but we can still have our voices heard and still force them to understand that we're not willing to continue on in this manner. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be some gigantic protest organized in one area. All right. We've got 50 states. We've got 50 capitals. Every single city in every single state has their own courthouse or their own, uh, you know, police station. You know, I, I mean, this is, again, why I've said that we need to create real life friendships, real life interactions. We have to be careful because you never know who is, uh, you know, looking to to fed you up. Uh, but you can still get into a situation where you create a, a, a group, unity, all right? You have people you can rely on. And there are ways to protest which are not illegal, okay? And that's what I would recommend everybody does. You know, we're not the left. We're not trying to firebomb police stations. We're not trying... To, uh, to murder cops, okay? We are trying to join forces with other like-minded, freedom-loving individuals who see that the world is broken and that America has been subverted. And there are methods by which this can happen. And as more information comes out, as more people wake up to what's really happening, uh, I think it's going to be easier. And, you know, unfortunately, again, as I've stated many times before, you know, the pain isn't enough. Not yet. Okay. Otherwise, people would be out in the street. Okay. Thomas, I think it's going to take people right now. 41% of small businesses across America are not going to be able to pay their rent this month. Sure. Because of inflation, cost of goods, uh, lack of income coming in because people just don't have money to spend on anything. All right. That's going to cause mass chaos all over America. Nearly half of the small business owners, okay, nearly half of the, um, the small business employers are no longer going to be there. And then what happens to the businesses that rely upon them to deliver goods and services or, or to provide uh, a product for their customers? You know, how long is it going to be before those people go out of business? And then gasoline keeps getting more expensive. It's only November, December, January, February. Those are going to be cold months, Thomas. Are we going to be able to keep affording to pay our bills as this goes on? You know, I mean, like, is that going to be enough pain for America to go through to recognize that we can't continue like this? What about the cost of gas? I, I mean, it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse soon. There's only one way that this can possibly happen. And that is for people to agree that we are no longer governable under this corrupt system. Well said, man. I mean, yeah. When is the breaking point? That's what I was saying earlier. Like, when when do we when do we stumble into that? You know, uh, Brazilian situation. When do we stumble into that cease or that to the Chinese? You know, out, uh, uptaking of the CCP. When do we get into that? I mean, we're not there yet. 
by any means. And and you could say, oh, you know, the only way out is the military. And that may be a thing, but it's just like, look how weakened our military truly is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things will get dicey and, you know, you got to be ready. You got to be prepared um, at this point, because I, I mean, there's going to be another curveball that I think that they do have. You know, they can continue to, you know, squeeze us and bleed us dry. They can continue to do that. But uh, I think there's another curveball that they're going to throw at us. Uh, I don't know what that may be, but, uh, you know, it's going to be something that's going to, I would say, comparable to like, a, you know, a knife in the neck. Something to be like, we're going to break you. Because they the only way that they can continue this on is if we're subdued. That's it. If If we continue... If they continue to see this, you know, oh, you know, there's a little bit of a spark over here. There's spark over there. They're kind of realizing what where the control net is. Um, they can't have that happen. They can't have that happen. And maybe that's the whole Vax thing where they shut down 80% of us, which would be – I think that would break us. I think that would break a lot of people uh, that had the heart to push forward. Uh, it would definitely be detrimental for, for sure. But, again, that's where faith comes in. If you don't well, have faith, you ain't going to make it. So, so what happens, you know, to the twenty percent that are left over? You know, is that actually, exactly, dude? That's only going to be us. That's only going to be the ones who recognize that that eighty percent that are no longer here are no longer here because of people like Anthony Fauci, because of the lies of these people who forced dude, us. It's terrifying, man. It is terrifying. Casey, Casey wants to know what does being ungovernable look like. Well, that's only something you can answer for yourself because everyone's life is different. But that's why I encourage you to make real world connections with people in your area because you have to be able to organize if you're going to get out there and use your uh, freedom of movement, uh, free expression and speech. Uh, And it's going to have to be something that is on a local scale. We can't organize a universal United States protest, because if something like that happens, there's no doubt, you know, that top down approach that's going to be subverted as quickly as possible. Every time there's a movement, the feds infiltrate. Okay, we saw that with January 6th. We've seen that with every political movement that's come along. This is why I say stop fucking fed posting. Okay, we're not talking about death and destruction. Pardon my language, but the people who are out there fed posting are probably feds. Right. There are ways to stand up and say enough without doing something illegal. And that's why you personally have to make that decision for yourself to determine what it is you can do in your own life. Thomas, go ahead. No, I mean, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. You've got to form that community. You've got to stay, you know, uh, 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 ham radio. You, uh, these things where you'll be able to communicate with people. These are things that you need to have because we're on that path. You may say, ah, you know, I got a nine to five job. I don't have, I got to feed my kids. I got to do these things. In the meantime, in the, in the midst of those breaks of an hour or two, it's good just to be like, you know what? I'm going to go get some, you know, non-perishable food. Uh, you know, I'm going to go, you know, maybe take out, a thousand dollars if you have it go get a gun or 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 two guns if you can these things you need to be ready you need to know your neighbors uh and these are the things that you know they've slowly taken away from us when it comes to the human interaction you think that that's an accident what are you crazy of course that's what it is they don't want you to go outside they don't want you to communicate with people and a lot of that had to do with covid Mm-hmm. I've been talking about this for a while, bro. That that shift, I still go outside. I live in a neighborhood with about 40, 40 houses. I see no one outside unless they're cutting their grass. Do they say hello? 
Not really. They're not like Uncle Leo. That's a Seinfeld. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Uncle Leo. I'm just saying they're not. No one is really talking. Even if you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, you go to a ball game. You know, not many people are really talking with 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 one another, and that's that's crazy. And I know that this this is a a show that's on the internet, and like we're all we don't all know each other. We're all so separated. But form that community, form that fellowship that they've taken away from you. Otherwise, it's lost forever, man. And that's all purposeful. This is, you know, right now, you're absolutely right. People are reserved. They're beaten. They're broken down. Yeah. This is an opportunity for you to speak to people about what's happening. And again, all the more reason to ensure that your community is solid, that you have people you can rely on. Okay, that you have networks, that you have organizations, okay, whether it's faith-based, politics-based, uh, you know, uh, I, I guess hobby-based. I mean, you can come up with any number of reasons to get together with people and to have a conversation, to discuss what's really going on, all right? But again, at the end of the day, we are going to have to replace this failed and corrupt system, and the only way we can do that is by participating in that system that is so broken, that is so stacked against us. But an overwhelming number of us coming out to participate is what it's going to take, okay? And, you know, I thought that that uh, the midterms were going to show that we had the numbers. I think it did. I think it, it's quite obvious, you know, we had more votes than Democrats all over the country. Uh, in the areas where they're claiming that Democrats won, the people know that that's not true. All right. So what comes after this? I can't tell you that. I don't know because I'm not there because we haven't gotten there yet. But this is why you have to make those connections. This is why you have to be part of a group. I will tell you this. OK, the truth about the lies, the suppression, the, the covid vac stuff, you know, all that stuff is coming out. And yeah. I think that in just think back to when you realized for the first time that everything you knew was a lie. That everything you'd ever been told Take was black pill, son. fabricated. How did you feel when you got to that point? Now imagine the rest of the nation, okay? And I've said this so many times before, be kind to each other because there's going to be a point where you become an ambassador, where you are the one who's going to be delivering the truth to people around you, to people who suddenly realize that they've been lied to, that they've been manipulated that the things they thought they could trust, they no longer can. And they're going to be looking for answers. And you don't need to come to them immediately and say, Joe Biden's a clone. OK, you need to come to them. Yes, you, you need to you need to come to them. OK, and gently guide them into the realm of truth. All right. There's a lot of crazy red pills out there that people uh, subscribe to. And I'm not judging any of them. But what I am saying is that. You want to make sure that you welcome someone in with a warm and open heart and gradually build them up into the truth. One of the easiest possible red pills right now is the truth of these fraudulent elections and Maricopa County absolutely proving it to us. The proof of government coordination with social media companies, Twitter, anyone Elon Musk just spent $44 billion so we can put Twitter on blast so he can expose the United States government. Amen. Thank you very much, Elon Musk. I can't wait to see what he's going to put out there. Apparently, he's going to release the proof of 
the yes. free speech suppression. He's going to release it on Twitter. And he's also planning to reinstate something like 62,000 accounts, large accounts. I can only hope that we're going to be among them. And if that happens, we're also supposed to get all of our followers back and our follows. God. It's all going to be restored because they know exactly where it was when they shut us down in the, in the first place. So imagine all of that information coming out with no suppression, with no algorithmic adjustments, with no deboosting. Imagine Massive the power radical. of that information. And, and, and on the counteract of that, you have Apple that's saying, listen, we'll, we'll pull Twitter. We'll pull Twitter off of all iOS right now. It, they are very scared. But, that, but when you look at that, when you think about how much of a grasp this technocratic dictatorship has, six companies pushing out you know, the mainstream media, the, also the big tech, who's, you know, what is it, Google, YouTube, mm -hmm. same thing, Twitter, uh, Facebook, they all do the same thing. They don't like what he's doing, and now they all target him. You understand how terrifying that is? That's so absolutely – but it, it not only is it terrifying, it's also beautiful because it also paints a perfect picture of who's against the American people, who's for free speech and liberty. They're not, but Elon Musk sure as hell is, and that's that's a keynote to, to take to the bank that Elon Musk, uh, you know, whatever you want to claim him as, white hat, black hat, gray hat, I don't really give a damn. He's doing something incredible right now. But you can see that Apple, they know they know how detrimental this is. Just like Zach was saying, it's going to be a massive red pill if he drops this because there's that the quickest form of information is through Twitter, and I think we all know that. Will yeah. the MSM pick up on it? I think they will. I think they will pick up on it. They'll try and spin it, but it's out there. Once it's out there, it's out there, and they're scared of it. That's why they want to pull it off the uh, phones, man. Apple's so, bad, bro. I don't know where to go with that. No, I mean, well, there. the thing is, there is no choice. They have Android. They have Apple. It's this dichotomy here that they've right. created, okay? You know, they've essentially said, you know, we'll take as much on this side as, as we can. You take as much on that side as you can. And then when people get fed up, they'll go and get the other one. And then they'll get fed up again, and they'll just go back and get the other one. So, Correct. So the, the process of reinstatement, it was supposed to begin this week. I don't know yesterday. I don't know if it's today. But 62,000 some odd accounts that had 10,000 or more followers. What does that mean? These are accounts with a larger reach that were more dangerous to the deep state and to the United States government that was serving it. Okay, so those large reach accounts will be reinstated first. And I don't think that that's going to be the end right there. They're going to continue reinstating smaller accounts after that. But it's just a lot easier, I think, for them to say, okay, they, they can set a parameter. At all accounts, 10,000 followers or more that were deleted, boom, they just turn them right back on. There you go. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn also says Musk has listed, lifted all the censorship on COVID's origins, et cetera. Yes, all yep. of that censorship that was in place from Fauci and the NIH, and the CDC, that's all gone. So now you can say what you want about COVID. You can tell the truth about COVID. And yes, that's COVID and the vaccine. Uh, you can do that. So Elon Musk is, as a result of this, posing probably the, the most dangerous, most Correct. dangerous foe for the deep state yes. since this entire thing began. He is like the Donald Trump of the Internet, as far as I'm concerned. OK, maybe they don't have the same politics, but what he's doing is so dangerous to them that they have to take action. And what are they doing? They're threatening to to block Twitter from the Apple store and from the Google store. 
Well, uh, now that they are threatening to do this, Elon Musk is making threats of his own. Uh, it said, he said on Twitter, Apple has also threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, but it won't tell us why. Uh, then he uh, tagged uh, Tim Cook. He said, what's going on here? Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? I think the uh, the answer is yes. They obviously they hate, hate it. They hate free speech in America. And the then Elon, gone. Elon dropped this right here. Did you know Apple puts a secret 30% tax on everything you buy through their app store? 30% tax. That's a lot of money that they make on there. So now considering this, Elon Musk has been talking about making a Tesla phone for some time. And, you know, wouldn't it be very smart of Elon Musk, Thomas, if he timed all of this to coincide with the release of a secret new product that people would immediately rush out and buy, where Twitter just comes fully installed on it from the beginning because it's Elon Musk's personal phone with a better operating system that's more secure. Uh, I don't know that that's happening, but I think Elon is not a stupid person. He's hinted. He has He's hinted. hinted yeah. Yeah. So that's correct. And, and again, you know, the, the amount of people that are in this movement uh, are following this very closely when it comes to Elon. But Elon is also a very – a lot of people don't really – they just know him as the Tesla guy. He's getting a lot of horrible press out there. So I don't know if it's the time for him to do it. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to, like, rocket ship off anywhere, no pun intended. But, like, <laughs> it is a – you know, it's something that I w would hope that he's thinking about. He's definitely hinted at it. Um, let's see where he goes with this. But all I can tell you is exactly what Zach said, and I'm right on t right on point with him. He is the biggest threat right now. Yes, that's why that that's why they want to pull it because and this information when it comes to Biden and all this and with the election and everything like that. Oh my God, and and the and the suppression of what took place with Hunter. They don't want that out there. No, they can't means. afford it. They cannot afford for it to come out. And so they're willing to try to destroy the largest electric car producer with their green, dumb agenda. Right. They're willing to destroy Elon Musk and, and Tesla. They're willing to destroy Twitter. They're willing to blow up their former biggest tool in their toolkit for propaganda. Uh, and, and, and you know what's going to happen, Thomas? Right now, Elon Musk is the biggest threat. But you know why he's the biggest threat? Because he's going to unleash us. He's going to give us back yes. our platforms and we're going to have our voices back. And once that happens, you cannot put that genie back in the bottle. They're going to threaten Elon Musk. Absolutely. But what are they going to do? Are they going to block Twitter from the Internet? I don't think so. I don't think so. They no. can't even block TikTok. OK, a, right. a Chinese spook op if I've ever seen one. And they're going to be threatened by Twitter. Come on. Okay, this is not about free speech, really. This is about suppression of the truth. That's it, okay? Yeah, you know, they yeah. could care less about free speech. They could care less about what we want to say. They only care about covering their own asses, and their asses are about to get burnt, and I cannot wait to see this. So keep an eye on Twitter. It's inevitable. Absolutely. Okay, so let me just say uh, one more time. I just want to thank Floor for that very generous uh, super chat over there on Rumble. Uh, and uh, let me go over here to the foxhole. Uh, Darth Q369 says, much love to Zach and Thomas. Much love to you with my Insurrection Day mug. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for those cookies. Bro Dude says, truth needs to prevail if Arizona in Arizona if Trump 2024 is our goal. This is our Alamo. This is it, guys. I don't know that I believe that it, this is it. 
Um, I think that it's necessary for us to be successful in Arizona, um, but I don't necessarily believe that if um, we don't get what we want in Arizona, that it's going to si- signal the the end of our chances to uh, take back America. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. Border Town Mom says Yuma here. Carrie says law in Arizona is that election must be certified first before the state can investigate it. Pfft, so dumb. Backwards. Ask a- backwards. Absolutely. A. Allen Godwin says great show, Zach and Thomas. Good evening, Foxhole fam. Much love. Asquatch, thank you for the shades. Uh, Danson H2O says, much love. Nikaz808 says, yes, a lot of people are waking up, finally. Most will have a hard time admitting to themselves the real truth. It will, okay? There's nothing harder than admitting to yourself that you're wrong for a lot of people, okay? And for them to Except look in the, the mirror and say, you know, oh, you know, I was I was blissfully ignorant this entire time, and I refused to believe the people in my life that I claimed were crazy. That's going to be a difficult thing to swallow, okay? But- when something painful enough happens to them in their personal life that forces them to examine their beliefs and the structures that they thought existed, that's going to do it. Uh, Nikki the Greek, thank you for that cookie. Who cares? Says Apple didn't like the lack of lefty moderation is what I have been reading. That's exactly what they don't like. Yes. Uh, Kansas Mudcat, thank you for the cookie. Asquatch says burnt asses. <laughs> Web Gorilla says, great show today. Good to see you, Web Gorilla. And Rise Attire says, RP, your mic is a little hot, bro. Is it? Oh, my God. It is way hot, and I'm so sorry about that. Uh, your mic's a little hot. Getting some feedback. Okay. I apologize. I, I was on uh, a little a little uh, uh, amped up today, and my mic was way turned up. That was not supposed to be like that, so I don't know what happened. Anyways, Thomas, what do you got coming up today? Yeah, guys, uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody for the well wishes and the prayers for my mom. I, I really mean that. That's what this community is all about. Um, I will be doing a live stream with my co-host Brett Collins today at 4 p.m. on the Fox Soul and over there on Rumble. I appreciate it, uh, Zach, for having me on, brother. Thank you so much. I love Enjoy these Tuesdays. Absolutely. I, as do I. It was wonderful having you, Thomas. It was wonderful being here with all of you in the chat. Uh, over 3,000 people on Rumble. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Uh, I will be back later today for uh, another episode of Red Pill News and then tomorrow, uh, one during the day, and then an episode of uh, Altered State with Brad at night. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, well, t- tomorrow's the 30th and then the 31st. Okay. And then it will be December. Then it will be December. So, Keep your eyes on the prize, guys, and uh, remember that uh, we only get the we only let them get away with what we let them get away with. Uh, so it's up to you in your own community to stand up to these dictatorial totalitarians, and uh, we can't allow it to continue. All right, good luck, everyone. God bless. We'll see you tonight.